You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role-playing game entertainment. Did I scare you? Yeah. Did you jump? Did you jump? Yeah, Hi. That's, that's, you made me jump. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to a very scary show. My name is Jerry Logan. This is Haunted City, an actual play on the Glass Cannon Network where we play a campaign of Blades in the Dark, the greatest role-playing game written in the last 20 years by John Harper and Evil Hat Studios. If you're tuning in for the first time, boy, are you going to be confused. There's uh, 25 <laughs> episodes in season one. This is the second episode of season two. But through it all, my friends here have remained stalwart in their exploration of the city of Duskfall. Please welcome Abu Salim, Josephine McAdam, and Ross Bryant. What's up, guys? What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? What's up? <laughs> Hi. Welcome to the city. <laughs> Welcome to the city that is filled with ghosts and ghosts and ghoulies and goblins. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Ooh, we, there are ghoulies about. <laughs> ghoulies and critters and gremlins and munchies. It's a spooktacular city. Also, oh you come out of the gate startling us right away. Yeah. I was like, ooh, oh, this is was... way too spookifying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, well, it's almost Halloween here in Los what? Angeles. What? And that's why I'm kind of in a spooky mood. I'm, I want to really confuse people about when we record this. <laughs> yeah, You certainly me, confused us. For me, May is almost Halloween. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, Ooh, yes. Anyway. <laughs> Black cats and chain rattles. Yes. The, the, the lark the, sings upon the branch, and the and the tender bud hangs upon the vine. Does anybody have Halloween just plans Easter. this year? Oh my god! <laughs> it's fully spring. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I just start just emailing my friends. Like, what are we thinking about for Halloween this year? <laughs> I'm going to really have my antenna up. My plan is: I'm planning four months ahead to really pay attention to pop culture. Then. So yeah. I can have a costume that relates to something oh, yes. that's happening around August in, mm. oh, God. in ha- on Halloween itself. That would be funny. Yeah, that would be great. Um, well, welcome, guys. Uh, anything going on in your lives other than heavy Halloween prep? Uh, let's just let's get let's get it out there. What's happening with us? Um, well, um. Who knows when this is airing, but, but the fans the fans really like to know. Go ahead, Ross Bryant. What's happening in your life? Uh strike, strike, strike. Solidarity oh, yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. The writer's um, strike continues, yeah. Yes. I gotta ask though, with the with the writer's strike, right? Mm-hmm. Like as, as ask me thing. anything, Abu. I'm probably one of the most knowledgeable people about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's I not mean, complicated. Like, it's not complicated. Right. The thing is, it's like, I, I, 
I get it. And I do understand it. I think it's actually really important to actually be doing. So, and it made me think actually. So are they in discussion with studios now or are they just, are they just striking? The discussion happened and a whole ton of rejections happened. Yes, right. the strike is the result of a series of negotiations between the WGA Not and working. the studios. Right. Um, the studios rejected all of the requests by oh my God. the WGA and um, hence <laughs> yeah, it's the strike. Um, oh my gosh. And who knows when this airs, but the, but, but SAG's uh, um, contract yeah. is up for negotiation soon. I know. And, um, We'll see just how much of a of a union this town is, LA is. This you is know, why I, yeah. Don't just feel sorry. Let's say Adam Conover did an incredible breakdown of like all of the requests and the responses, and like has a whole oh, thread wow. on it, and it's fantastic, wonderfully written. If you want to be like, I see, I see, yeah, okay. you understand immediately what's going on. Yeah, yeah Adam Conover is a real infotainment yeah, wonder wonderkins, and he's a great <laughs> follow if you want to if you want to. Uh, Make comprehensible a very complicated yeah. <laughs> struggle. So funny here. Here in England, we are like the worst at any of this stuff, man. Like we just <laughs> like we we. I think we're we have your your writers are in workhouses. Is that correct? Like, yeah, honestly, <laughs> man. Like just terrible. coal dust clogged workhouses. <laughs> like everyone thinks, like oh yeah, go to British actors because they're better. No, it's just because we're cheaper. It's like <laughs> it's just like it's like that's the truth, man. Like yeah, it's it sucks, but it's okay. I'm sag anyway, so fuck you guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not, not you guys. I mean, like, anyway. Wow. Well, if you want, if you want to support, so if you're in LA or New York, go out to a picket and support your writers because, uh, they yeah. could use the support and you could be just like the people I saw on the picket line the other day, Michael McKeon and Annette O'Toole. And imagine dragons was there too. So. What? <laughs> Really? Yeah. Uh, Imagine Dragons came out. Yeah, they they played a little bit of music at Netflix. They played. <laughs> it was an acoustic set, what? which you never expect from Imagine Dragons. <laughs> wow, you're always incredible. surprised when they pull out the acoustic set. Yeah, yeah. But, but come on, Jared, this isn't the time for Imagining Dragons. We're playing role playing games. <laughs> That's oh, right. Wait, oh, wait. Wow. I should make, not knowing when this is going to come out, but assuming it comes out before. August. Uh, Ross and I, the film we wrote and mentioned last time, got into Gen Con's film festival. And so if you're going to Gen Con, Yo! please do go check out our short film, which we'll be playing on whatever the Friday is of Gen Con at 8 p.m. in the West really End during the horror comedy shorts block. Congratulations. Um, should we say anything else that specifically dates this episode even more? Right. I'm going to hold up a newspaper. <laughs> yeah. The thing show. is, is that I, I truly cannot wait for Christmas, guys. I really <laughs> right. Yes. It's around the corner. Shall we play I'm the so game? so stoked for Christmas. I guess. Oh, so. yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. Christmas as well. I'm, I'm heavily in prep for, and um, I've already, uh, my shopping's done. So <laughs> I'm ready to play Blades in the Dark. Who's ready? Let's I'm do so it. I'm so ready. I'm ready. All right. Ho, 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 no. ho. <laughs> Merry Christmas. A thousand years ago, this was a land of beauty, 
magic, and holiday cheer. <laughs> then wow. came the cataclysm that blotted out the sun and ripped open the gates to the land of the dead. Bah humbug. <laughs> the city of Duskfall is a metropolis of tenements and factories surrounded by crackling lightning barriers and tinsel. Outside the city is a wasteland of ravening undead. Inside the city is a teeming hive of scum and villainy. Oh, they've made the naughty list. <laughs> Life is cheap in a city ruled by death. The sun is gone. The only thing that shines in Duskfall are the blades in the dark and the Christmas lights. God bless us, everyone. Oh, Oh, silent night, eternal night? (laughs) Excellent. Uh, Well, here we are. This is episode two of season two of Haunted City, and I will do a brief, the briefest of recaps Last time, we returned to our story for the first time in many months to find our three scoundrels, members of the Remnant crew, that is Juliette Belrose, Valkos, and Ekaprag, nay, Ekphelia Wody, inside Ironhook Prison. They were arrested after their assault on the um, the Sparkwright facility in Coleridge. So, having been thrown in prison. They needed to uh, conduct their downtime in prison. Is this normally how the game is played? It is when I'm GMing it. So <laughs> they uh, managed to recover from their considerable wounds and make deals. They were wheeling and dealing in prison. Some things that happened. Valkos received a message from the Path of Echoes while in prison to help with a digging project and has apparently aided the Path of Echoes in creating some sort of smuggler's tunnel that leads out to the land of the dead, to the Deathlands. Our friend Ekphelia, nay Ekaprag Wody, got on the bad side of some bill hooks by trying to run around outside of his cell late at night. He had <laughs> negotiated the deal to do that with the, the gang that were sort of running the prison, the bill hooks. They came down on him in a big way, and from there... One thing led to another, and the leader of the Bill Hooks inside of the prison got shanked by Ekaprag Wody's servant or slave, the person that Ekaprag had uh, sort of, uh, I don't know, dominated. Let's put it that way. A Renfield, if you will. Yes. And uh, Juliette Belrose, I'm trying to remember everything that you did. You definitely, you were the one that created the shank. That got passed on to Ekphelia. Yeah. Yes. Um, I I got I changed my vice. Yes, your vice I meditated. Yeah. I meditated and got in fights and got beat oh, up. Man. Oh, that's right. You got beat up. That was awful. Mm. And well, I but- did some beating. I I succeeded on the rolls. Let me just remember yes. that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a mutual beating. It was a mutual beating. Right. Okay. Well, prison's tough, but you guys succeeded more than admirably. You succeeded with uh, extra, extra success. And that means that uh, instead of just rolling the the one die for your tier, I rolled several dice to reflect how successful you were at the various missions inside of Ironhook. And you rolled high enough to 
claim a prison claim. What? Take a pr- so just like there are claims inside the city of Duskfall for your crew, there are claims inside the prison that will help you each time you go back into the prison. <laughs> each time you go back. Ah, interesting. Well, yeah, so when you're in prison, things are a little easier. So you actually have two choices currently of a claim you can take inside the prison. You can either take the guard payoff. Paying off the guards gives you plus one die to your tier roll when you're finding out how your prison experience went. And I will just say that next time someone gets thrown in prison, we may not role play out the whole thing like we did in the last episode. We may just do, as is normal in the book, rolling the tier and seeing how the experience went. So a guard payoff that gives you plus one die to that roll would probably be very useful to you. Okay. Or, and I think that this one is particularly appropriate considering the mission that Valkos carried out, smuggling. You get plus two load inside of the prison, meaning that you can carry around more equipment that you uh, normally wouldn't have access to while inside the prison. I do like that. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty good, actually. Yeah. It kind of makes roleplay sense. You can mm-hmm. also choose to carry coin in place of your load. So you could also bring in stuff for bribes. Oh, right. Money for bribes. That might be useful, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so having you- having the extra load... I mean, we can do so much with, our, with access to a little bit of equipment, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds appropriate. The more, more apropos based on what we did <laughs> in the joint. So... <laughs> Yeah, I'm down for that. Very good. We will say that the Remnant have claimed a smuggling operation inside of Ironhook Prison. From now on, any time that you are thrown into Ironhook, you have plus two load that you can fill with equipment or coin. Okay. Another thing that happened, I mentioned the Billhook leader getting shanked. And so I'm going to go ahead and show you, if you look at uh, roll 20 and you look at all the alliances and enemies that you've made there you're like negative 2 with the spark rights oh yep I should probably move that up to negative 3 but I think that's full out war Um, you're at plus 3 with the path of echoes now plus 2 with the foundation plus 1 with the reconciled whom you may not even remember who they are but we can get into that you're at (laughs) negative 1 with the gray cloaks because you had a little bit of a turf war with them last season and now because you got on the bad side of some of their members that were kind of running the kind of illicit activities inside of Ironhook you now have negative one with the bill hooks I have decided all of us well (laughs) let's put it this way if Ekphelia were to leave the crew you might not have that anymore oh right right Because Ekphelia, I think that they could easily figure out that Ekphelia was behind it. Um, although I think that using a agent saved you any reprisals while you were in the prison, Ekphelia. Great. Um, and I really liked that tactic, especially for a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You are out of prison. And there is one other... There is one other item on your agenda that has to be completed. And that is, you haven't... (laughs) Sorry. That's okay. Um, 
Hold on, I just have it to turn on like, a lawnmower over here. <laughs> it, it sounded like a horse-drawn carriage was passing outside your window. Look, yeah, that's London for you. Is London. Yeah, London, and, yep. You know, it's, it's, is it the big smoke? It's the big smoke. <laughs> it's the big smoke. Abu has to hail a hansom cab to head off to his gentleman's club, which meant something <laughs> different in London in the Victorian times. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Let's, let's now talk about your payout. And this oh, is the payout okay. for the last job in season one. That's wow. the assault yes. on the Sparkwrights facility. The Path of Echoes offered you eight coin in order to assault that facility. And now that you are out of the joint, you can claim it. So that eight coin is handed over to you by a courier from Ring, your contact at the Path of Echoes. And you can now see that in your um, in your crew sheet, you should mm. have enough money, enough coin to upgrade to tier two, if I'm not mistaken. Do we? Yep. I thought we were one short. I thought that was the whole thing. You may be one short. Let's 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 well, do the math. Yeah, let's. Yeah. yeah. Didn't we're, we do that last night where we were like, oh, we'll just we'll just be shy. I think you Maybe don't not. have you don't have coin in your pockets that you could yeah, contribute. We do. I've, oh, I've oh, one. I see. Okay, then yeah. great. Um, we are uh, shadows, aren't we? That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. How much is it to upgrade again? It is, uh, I believe we, we determined that it was 16 coin, but let me make sure. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, that's correct, <laughs> because here here it is. If you're, whole, okay, so you need 12, 12 rep to fill the rep, tr- rep tracker. You've already done that, okay? Mm-hmm. If your hold is strong, which it is, you have a strong tier one rep, you can pay to increase your crew's tier by one. This costs coin equal to your new tier times eight. That's 16 coin. Yeah. So with the eight coin, I've just, you've just been paid. You already have seven coin there. So you're at 15, right? And so if Mm. one of you can pay out a coin from your personal supply, you can make it to tier two week. I'll do it. All right. I don't think I have. I don't have any. So. Yeah, I do. I'll, like, I'll give one. Oh, my Ooh. gosh. Tier two, everybody. Yeah, come on. Yeah, we did it. Let's Whoa. celebrate. I don't feel like you're excited enough about this. I, what does tier two mean, though? What does it mean? <laughs> yeah, what do we get? It means, you know, all the times that we have bitten off more than we can chew and the person is like a much higher tier than us and we get disadvantages and less effect mm. because of that. Right. Now we're just a little bit closer to it. Now we can fight even stronger people that are out of our league. Okay. Yeah. All the okay, time cool. I'm talking don't, don't, about, don't. like, yeah, all the time I was like, oh, that guy is tier four, so you have less effect. You know, that guy is tier three, you have less effect. You have just gotten closer to being able to clobber those people on equal terms. Awesome. I like that. The quality of everything you do, including when you acquire assets and things like that, has gone up. So oh, this is it. So Presumably, huge. we could pick on tier one people with a little more oomph. Oh, jeez, yeah, we could like, right. get like constant income from like tier one people. <laughs> yeah, you can now find sort of a a vassal, a 
gang to pay up to you, and that would be a really cool mission to go on. Like, uh, maybe it would even be a score, possibly, <laughs> to kind of get a smaller gang to start paying up to you. I think that that's a, a great way to go. <clears throat> that's actually pretty sick, you know, because then we don't have to worry too much about money, because we've always been poor Broke. as fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, that might be somewhat covered. Let's see. If we look at your crew sheet... And oh, we yeah, look is there at, a turf thing or something? There is turf, and you've already taken some turf, and you've taken the covert drop claim. You can get informants. Okay. Uh, you know, you, uh, there's a lot of different stuff there. I don't really see like a, a smaller gang. I think it's mm. definitely something you guys could pursue if you'd like to. If that's, if that's where your interests lie, okay? So you have been incarcerated the the final thing i need to uh tell you is that your wanted level is reduced by one so you were at two your wanted level is now at one awesome (laughs) is that because we increased tier no that is actually because you were incarcerated so once you've (laughs) been incarcerated you you uh you lose a a point of wanted level and so now Mm -hmm. finally having done all that bookkeeping i'm going to pass the game on to you let us Start in your hidden grotto beneath the streets of Six Towers, the neighborhood of Duskfall, where it's the oldest neighborhood, where there are great mansions and old houses, many of them abandoned. The spookiest neighborhood, to bring back the spooktacularness of this episode, (laughs) the spookiest neighborhood. Kind of, you know, Six Towers is kind of like Detroit. You know, just a lot of abandoned buildings, cracked streets, looming edifices where bodies might be hid, but not for long from the spirit wardens. And so you are in your hidden grotto and you may tell me what you want to do. Of course, one of the main things you're going to try to do is look for scores. Look for your next score. Right. But maybe we should talk about also in, in this portion character goals. Things have changed for some of our characters. In fact, I think the best person to start that off with might be Juliette Bell Rose. Yeah, I think I think Juliette kind of shifts off bringing up the spark rights at all, like in conversation, which I feel like is a definite shift for her. Um, you have scored a tremendous crippling blow against the spark rights. Right, yes. And you have resolved your vengeance against your enemy, Unaferos. Yep, yep. Just yep. reminding our viewers and listeners that you banished her into the ghost realm. Yeah, and... Where she was uh, ripped apart by angry spirits, we think. <laughs> we think. Perhaps. Um, I think, you know... Juliet comes back and she's like she's still plasm soaked, you know, got that little goo, um, and is beat up and looks rough, but has this calm that you've never seen in Juliet because she's always been like bristling with some sort of rage underneath, right? And it just seems to be very calm, and I think it's more she wants to. Focus on still still wants to take down those in power. She still thinks there's corruption afoot, but it's like a lot more of like a, all right, team, what are we doing? You know, moving forward and let's let's have an eye. I think she's still looking at White Crown though, and what other damage we can do there. 
Huh. Okay. She's looking at White Crown. Damage that you can do there. So White Crown is sort of your hunting ground. It's where some of the richest people in the city, and including, I believe, the government offices of... Well, not the government offices. Those are in Charter Hall. But where, you know, the, the palace is, the, the seat mm-hmm. of government is. Mm-hmm. So you're looking toward uh, things you can do in White Crown. Well, of course, your plus three allies, the Path of Echoes, make a secret hide out there a secret meeting place near a lighthouse at the southwestern tip you could go and look into them are you uh simply looking for a mark a target i'm trying to i'm thinking back i think i guess i guess you're saying that the corruption like runs further right like spark rights answered to someone and now i think that like that pathway is almost like are they in a chokehold from, like, the Leviathan hunters who don't want to lose jobs out of, like, you know, uh, providing electroplasm and all of these things that they go do, or, or whatever, powered by the Leviathan blood, right? Like, because they kind of keep the whole thing going. The Leviathan hunters go out into the seas, they, they harvest Leviathan blood... And that is used in the Sparkwrights machines and engineering. So, absolutely, the Leviathan hunters are connected to that industrial chain of economics here in the city. Yeah. Are you saying that you'd like to kind of look into the Leviathan hunters and what they're up to and stories about them? Yes. Well, because, I mean, they would be the ones that would be probably, if there's corruption, which... Totally think there is. If there was a new fuel source, I feel like they wouldn't be happy about it, right? They, if there was a new fuel source, they would be very angry about it. Absolutely. Right. And so I think that's why I'm following that path that way. Okay, great. Um, Let us then uh, have you tell me how you would look into that. What would you do? Where do they hang out? Do we know? Like, is there a Leviathan Hunter headquarters? Well, <laughs> they, of course, have facilities on the docks, which is a whole part of uh, Duskfall. It's a I whole an neighborhood. Idea. Yeah. Um, are any of them, they seem like rough and tumble type folks. Do any of them take interest in, like, fighting rings? I don't know. You'd have to look into it. Are you yeah, looking maybe, for a fighting ring? Yeah, because I think that I have, you know, found more interest in that, and maybe I can make some conversation, make friends with uh, someone in those uh, areas. There's a fighting ring right here in Six Towers. Would you like oh, to look into is. that one? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay. And is the okay. idea here that the... Uh, that- or maybe Juliet and Ophelia or Ophelia would have thought that um, the because of the financial interest that the Leviathan hunters have in maintaining their monopoly on the blood, that one or more of them may have been involved in the cover-up of mm-hmm. uh, Josephine's discovery or, or Juliet's discovery <laughs> of um, of an alchemical alternative yeah. to the blood. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that so. makes sense. Yeah. That makes total sense. 
So we're trying to find the Leviathan Hunters because we think that they may have been responsible for Juliet and Ophelia's accident. Right? Mm-hmm. Interestingly, you got vengeance against Unaferos, who covered up the accident and tried to disavow and do away with you and uh, Ophelia. But you did not discover who might have been behind it exactly. So that seems like what you're trying to do now, right, Juliet? Yeah. I feel like that was personal, and then this feels like a, you know, moral obligation of now to the city. Very good. Okay, you find yourself in a fighting ring in Six Towers. This place, uh, let me describe it for you. It is underground. It is hot, and it is crowded. It's sweating in here. It's not just the fighters who are sweating. It's also... (laughs) <laughs> the various patrons who are stuffed in shoulder to shoulder, elbow to elbow, a lot of disreputable looking types. But there is a gentleman or two present and moving about the fighting ring. You immediately notice a gang that you recognize. The gray cloaks seem oh, to no. be in Uh, present in some numbers here inside of the fighting pit here in Six Towers. They are notable because they all look like cops. They have sort of the clean-cut look of cops, sort of the uh, Akarosi blood that is common to most of the bluecoats in Duskfall. However, you know that the Grey Cloaks are former bluecoats, and you're not sure why they have created a gang after leaving the blue coats, but here they are. So you recognize a few of them from your former run-ins with them, and they seem to be sort of running the fighting pit. They're taking the bets. They're maintaining oh, the chalkboard man. that shows the odds and things like that. And you haven't quite been able to make it to the front of the ring, the side of the ring yet, to actually watch the fight. But every once in a while you hear, as the crowd goes wild. Mm-hmm. or like, kill him, kill him. Give him a right! You're hearing them all cheer on whatever (laughs) violent spectacle is happening in the center of the pit. What would you like to do? Uh, Did did either of you come with me? I feel like I would have told, like I would have just told you the plan, and this is what's you know. Okay, then then I definitely would have come. Yeah. Was Abu ultra quiet just for me? Oh, did you? (laughs) Would you you say I just saw your lips move? (laughs) (laughs) Have I gone super quiet? Oh, no, no you're, you're back, fine. you're back, you're back. You're back. Oh, okay. You're fine. You were just giving it a little bit of emotional pathos there. No problem. Oh. But what yeah. did you say? Um, <laughs> I will say, I'll say this. One of Valkos' enemies, his enemy or rival is Marlene, a pugilist. It is very Ooh. likely that Marlene is here. Hell yeah. Okay. Okay. And Ophelia is there also, having a okay. vested interest in... in yeah learning the ins and outs of the accident that took her life. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of here because I'm like, I think we probably had a conversation and I'm, I'm like, what are you, what the fuck? And I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm here. I'm here for you. I'm here. Mm. Um, okay, and uh, what did we do to the Grey Clucks? They were kind of moving in on your turf. They were... Yeah. Operating in a building ah. that was right above your grotto, and mm-hmm. you made the building completely unlivable so that they had to leave. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Okay. Thanks for the reminder. 
That's very petty. And that was all part of a downtime entanglement situation. Okay. Um, Well, shoot. Okay, can we kind of get a lay of the land? Is there... Don't the Leviathans have, like, tattoos that kind of sort of demark them? Is there anyone recognizable? That they they can, like, glow in the dark, right? That's right. Leviathan hunters, well, sailors that ride on the ships. I don't know if all the captains do. The captains tend to be people that are blue bloods, right? Mm. People that are in the higher strata of Duskfall society. That's not universally true, but it's often true. The sailors and some of the captains do get tattooed. Yes, absolutely. Right. So I, I think I want to keep an eye out for that. Okay, very good. What skill are you going to... I'm sorry, what action are you going to use to mm. notice that? Survey? Survey. Very good. Give me a survey roll controlled for standard effect. Did okay. it happen? Uh-huh. Oh, uh, three. oh, it happened. Okay, great. Is that a failure? <laughs> yes. It is. It's a three and a one. You are unable to see, perhaps, their tattoos are hidden beneath their clothes, mm-hmm. or but you are unable to pick up anybody with the distinctive glowing tattoos of a Leviathan hunter. And what you do find, however, is you find that... Um, you find that as you are looking for them, as you're moving through the crowd, one of the gray cloaks is moving toward you. This is a squat man with kind of a thumb for a head, you know, uh, and a severe buzz cut. And he's kind of, but he's 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 got a big barrel chest, and he's he's shouldering his way through the crowd toward you. And as he does, I kind of stand. I can, can, do I do I cock this? I think you could. So I kind of I kind of move and stand and start walking in his direction. Mm. Very good. He eventually comes up to you, Valkos, and he has to look up to look you in the eye. Yeah. But you can see that he is extremely solidly built. He's a, a lot of muscle, especially in his neck. Mm. And he says, "You're a remnant." Depends who's asking. Name's Fisher. Fisher, Valkos. Remnant, Remnant don't gamble here. Remnant don't fight here. Remnant aren't welcome here. Tell me, Fisher, do you like money? Yeah. I then, suppose everybody likes money. And how about we make a deal? You know what Hello? I don't like? Talking to fucking demon worshippers. Oh, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> he spits on your shoes, Valkos. I'll give you that. And we can call ourselves even. Now, will you listen to my proposal? Or do I have to be a bit brutal? <laughs> he calls over some of his friends and goes, We'd be happy to hear your proposal. Let's see how many guys come over. Six. I am next to Valkos at this point, as if that didn't. Yeah. Six mm. guys start to move through the crowd toward you. Please, let me hear your proposal. I know you like money. 
And as I said, I think we got off on the wrong foot. This establishment, I take it, is run by you, yes? Not run by me, no. I just enforce the rules around here. Yes, well, how about this? I fight for you. Make up the money for the damages that we have that we have done to you. And then maybe, just maybe, we could come to some form of mutual agreement. You see, I do truly believe we came off on the wrong foot. I kinda of look at my foot that's been spat on. But I'm sure we can make amends. You wanna get in the ring. And I promise you, I will win. So you can bet as much as you like on me. You believe this guy? (laughs) This is your proposal? We put you in the ring. Put me in the ring. And then we bet on you. Absolutely, you can make as much money as you you want. Here's our counter-proposal. Go on. We... We keep your prize money. Sure. Take it. And we call ourselves even then, yes? A woman moves forward, and she is um, beautiful, but she looks like she's taken some hits in her life. She's maybe in her 40s. She's got uh, her hair in a braid, a tight braid. She is uh, wiry. She, moves, she she has a gray cloak like the rest of the gray cloaks. When they were blue coats, they probably wore blue kind of like things off the side of their shoulder. Now she's wearing a gray one. She moves forward and goes, counter proposal. You take a fall. <clears throat> I want to see you on your ass. I'm sure you do. And I kind of... Right. Yes, because everyone would see you, Varkos, and would certainly bet on you, looking at what a fine warrior you are. Kind of look towards Juliet, and I'm like... Who is my opponent? What if I fight him? The gray gray cloaks look at you and they start laughing. No one will bet on me. There is potential for a great payout for you in that case. You're going to have to convince them. This is an insane... This is an insane... (laughs) I wonder about the plausible... It seems though people might be suspicious. Yes. (laughs) Yes, they, they 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 all start laughing and they look at each other, and they uh, the leader is rolling her eyes and she's like, "Stand back, little girl. I'm talking about fights. I want a real deal. I intend to fight. I came here also so that I can." start uh, to get a lay of the land myself. I intend to partake. You're going you to get, you're gonna have to convince them. What action are you using? I'm going to use sway. Okay. 
uh, let's call this risky for limited effect. Uh, what, wait, what, what can I do? And I'm, and I'm actually, can I, can I support? Can I, can I, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, like a, you assist. can assist. Assist. Yeah, I'll assist. Yeah, so you take stress and you yep. give her a die, right? Okay. Well, can can, I, can, it can't be for effects, though, can it? Can I? So, yeah, the way for effect, can I make it desperate to make it a standard effect? Yeah, I think that you can. So Because what, I feel like I'm risking probably cutting myself out of this ring, right? Something like that. Yeah, so you take one stress, Valkos, and you're going to yeah. give Juliet plus one die. Yeah. This is desperate. If you make this desperate, then yes, you can go ahead and make it for standard effect. Here is the deal. Here's the consequence. What? Not only... Wait, what? what? Oh, if What's I wrong? don't get it? Yes, if you don't get okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. The consequence is... <laughs> You will be forcefully ejected, and your relationship with the Grey Cloaks will probably suffer. Okay. Okay, I'm just trying to bring them some business, but... And I also need to hear the... I also need to hear Mm -hmm. the argument Mm -hmm. that gets around the fact that everyone watching Mm -hmm. would be completely suspicious of two members of the Remnant fighting each other on the level... Let me build a reputation here. I will begin to fight against anyone, everyone, just so that it is something that I come here to do regularly. And then, when people are used to seeing me, when they are used to seeing the fights, whether they go well or not, it would just so happen that that is a fight that ends up coming up. Not from the very beginning. I agree that would be suspicious. But we will plant the seed now for a great benefit for you later. A huge payout. Okay, so I, now I'm, now you want them to undertake a several weeks <laughs> endeavor to get this done. Uh, Alright. It's like an ongoing no, no, relationship. Technically, yeah, and my assist will be like and the fights that I win, all the money goes to you. So you will have more of a constant influx of money. Yes, it does sound like a long ploy, but surely all beautiful things take time. All right, let's see this sway roll. It's gonna have to be. Oh. Uh, it's gonna have She's to done be. It. A... Yeah, I got a success with a consequence. I got a five. A success with a consequence. <laughs> so you're at you're the most ambitious request of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Will you, my enemy, allow me into your business and then undergo a process with me that will take weeks to employ? Here's the success with a consequence. They sort of laugh. And Nessa, this is the leader of the Grey Cloaks, sort of says, sure, we'll try you out and we'll see how you do. And if you do well, then uh, we'll think about setting something up that would be profitable for all of us. But the consequence is that we are now going to cut to weeks later. And the (laughs) consequence is I want both Valkos and Juliet to take a level one harm bruised. What? God. 
Well, it's not that you we were in a fight fail. that you lost. Yes, you did in a way. You took a what? consequence. And the consequence is, if you're going to be in a bunch of fights over several weeks, it does stand to reason that you would be bruised. That's okay. Fair enough. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. But I already have level one harm, so it goes to level two harm. Like, it bumps everything are up. You f- are you filled with level yes. one harm? Yes. You have two level one harms? This is a huge consequence. You're the one who wanted to be a pit fighter. Okay, but this feels like a failure. Okay. Hey, we're in. I'm just saying. We're in. It, it was desperate, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah, but it was a success. So, so, okay. forget, so just to be clear on where we're at and what's happening, at some point that conversation moved to a back office. You weren't having it in front of everybody inside the fighting pit. <laughs> <laughs> then you decided to try it out, and uh, you guys have been fighting for weeks in the pits, mm. and uh, you are now both bruised and battered from those bouts. But let's see how you did in those bouts. Oh, man. Let me have a skirmish roll from each of you. This time, (laughs) this is just to kind of cover the weeks you've been fighting to just kind of see how you've done. So I'm going to call this controlled for standard effect, meaning that you're not going to get hurt more from this. We're just going to kind of see how you did. Oh, I got six. Hey. Yeah. Oh, we both got sixes. Sixes on both sides. Look at these scrappers. Yeah. So you're both, <laughs> you're both, you both have a reputation for winning right now. Wow. Mm. And uh, after some time, uh, Nessa comes to you and says, "Okay, we're impressed. So now's the time to spring our trap tonight, Juliet." Fights Valkos and Valkos, you lose. Kind of like to Juliet. But you have to sell it. Oh, we'll sell it. Don't worry about that. No, I'm talking to Valkos. <laughs> yes. Fine. <clears throat> okay. All this but, is really and, just and so just that we so could operate the, in here. The <laughs> goal here. <laughs> I wanted to talk we to people. We completely here. lost sight of our goal. We like, completely I lost it. Just I so wanted, clear okay. on the goal. Yeah, like, I wanted I to been talk Sorry. to people that well, we fight Akphelia. with and befriend. Yeah. We haven't heard from Ekphelia yeah. in a while. Ekphelia, what do you think about this? What are you doing? Ekphelia has <laughs> been watching all of this and is like, I think, I think what we just said is, is true. Like, look, how does this bring us closer to the people who destroyed my body? Um, who ripped me away from you? Um, and, uh, and, and slowly but surely, yeah, Ekphelia is watching this and like, you are devising elaborate rituals so that you can touch each other. <laughs> and you, and you need an audience. They'll be down there fighting. It's just another, just another little embrace for you two to share. How charming! Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So, but I've been oh, just kind God. of silently letting all this happen. And uh, um, but yeah, uh, one of one of uh, one of Ophelia's uh, traumas is secretive and and obsessed. So yeah, this is of course okay. All just locked behind 
their glow, their eyes. But but still, every now and then, I'm like, you sure you know what you're doing? Well, I feel like in those weeks of time that do pass, we've probably conversed a bit of just, mm-hmm. you know, if you are attending, see if you can get a lay on on who might be involved with the Leviathans, and we can That's perhaps true. get to know them a little more. You know, we will be here. You're here just to support. I think it's an easy way to make some small talk, get some information. Certainly. Um, I will... I'll use your showy little brawl uh, to sidle up to some of the hunters and learn more about them. I... Part of me can't help but think that this all could have been... accomplished conversationally, but <laughs> I'm sure that uh, you're up. Sometimes players just want to be professional pit fighters. Of course, of course. <laughs> I, I understand that you have you have your reasons, and there are who am I to question how um, how people seek their pleasures. Hmm? Right. It's Exilia. simple. Ophelia, you'll be in the audience then, and you will once again be looking for someone with the distinctive marks of a Leviathan hunter. Yes. Is that right? Uh Uh-huh. Very good. Let's cut to the night in question. Remnant, you have a reputation now, so everybody is very keen to see this. (laughs) And Ophelia, out in the crowd, you hear people still saying, Ah, it's all for show. I'm not putting my money down on this thing. This is some sort of scam. And then someone else is like, I've been watching. They're not pulling their punches in the fights they were in previous. I can't wait to see this one. Can I, can I, I mean, is it worth it for me to uh, attempt to stoke the, the plausibility of this whole thing with my movements among the... Oh, it's worth it because you will earn more coin if more people bet. Um, I will, I will uh, um, consort since I'm moving among them and, and chatting. Um, let's see how. Um, so would that just be controlled for or risky or? Yeah, let's let's do it like this. I don't think it's controlled. I think it is a little risky because yeah. if people are like, yeah, there's this person moving through the crowd trying to get us to believe this is real but if you're really good at it then you know it's going to help so I think there's a risk here Uh, and that's the consequence too if you fail less people are going to bet because you're going to have come on too strong and they're not going to believe your story I just want to say also you can resist consequences yes oh yeah Uh, the rule that we we forget for weeks at a time yes okay so I can resist. Um, good to know because I would want to resist that. So, but here we go. Um, I will consort risky for standard effect. Okay, great. And can and I I'm hear you? Can I hear your I'm consorting? Resisting. I want to hear your consorting, though. Yes, of course. Um, uh, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> what if you've heard of the remnant? Ophelia says at a at a like a high top table in the fighting pit, smoke choked um, room. If you've heard of the remnant, then you must know that we've 
done a bit of time, Jackie. Uh, oh yes. Locked up behind bars. So let's just say that, um, the stresses of that little experience put a few fractures in our once intimate association. So I wouldn't get your suspicions riled up. What's happening tonight is what I would dub a grudge match. And these two have some real world, um, disputes to iron out, as it were, down there in the pit. But I've got eyes same as you, so I'm putting my money on the big man. Well, you did. You, I mean, that was such a good role play for this dice roll. Oh, the dice roll say, was a one and a three. The dice roll I, was I, a one and a three. Can I? Can I throw something in there though? Can I? Can I? I don't. I don't know that you can because no. I think we've already we've already made the roll, and now we are going to resist the consequences. Of I rolled that, a one right? and a three. That's okay. right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let us now resist the roll. Resist the consequences. The consequences were going to be that less people were going to bet because they felt like you were strong arming them or. You know, trying a ploy to get them to bet. Mm. Now, if you can resist this, that won't happen. And I think your role play showed us that you actually weren't that obvious. You actually used some pretty interesting tactics there. So that's how you're resisting this. That's how you're resisting turning the crowd against you. When you resist, you take, I believe, six stress, but then you roll a die to see how many less stress you take. Six stress? And then I roll to see how many less. Okay. Let me, let me make sure. Here it no. is. Okay. So, sure, uh, you're it, right. Okay. Each attribute resists a different type of damage. I was completely wrong. If you get... Okay. Uh, let the record show. Resistance rolls. Page 32. Sorry, everybody. We are remembering how to play the game. Okay. I roll the, an attribute that resists it. That yes, that's correct. Right. And in this case, I th- I believe it would be resolve, right? Resolve, yeah. Insight, insight. consequences oh. from deception or understanding. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Your role. Uh, no, I was right. Your character suffers six stress when they resist, minus the highest die result from the resistance roll. Okay. okay. And I'm rolling my insight. Your insight. Okay. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> I rolled it. My highest die is a three, so I take three stress. You take three Oof. stress from this, and the playing field is not altered in any way. The playing Dang. field remains the way it was, and mm. I don't think you have an opportunity for another attempt. Mm. And I think that this activity has taken you away from your earlier objective of finding Leviathan Hunters. We just have no objective. <laughs> No, you, you, you have objectives, but right now you were trying to rig the fight. Now, <laughs> we cut to the fight, and I want to hear a detailed description of this. I can tell you that Valkos and Juliet step step out into a lowered pit. It is, in fact, a pit. It's like, you know, seven feet down from the crowd, a dirt ring. Your uh, your feet are crunching in the the gravel and dirt of this ring. You can see old blood stains in the dust around you. The crowd isn't cheering yet. They are 
kind of, they still, some of them seem skeptical. There's a lot of mumblings and rumblings as you step into the ring. How are you accoutred to fight? What do you look like? I am topless with (laughs) boots and, and like, you know, sort of just, you know, boots and trousers. I've got wraps around my arm, my hands as well. Um, essentially, just looking like, like I've I've got the reputation of just having this cold stare, just looking at my opponent just from one side of the ring. And there is a stare there of is it love? Is it hate? <laughs> but there is a stare. There is a feeling. There's a stare of feelings there, and I'm looking at Juliet. And it's, it, it, it's silent, right? It's quiet, right? There are mumblings, there are rumblings above mm. you, but yeah, no one is cheering or yelling yet. There mm. seems to be a tension in the crowd. Juliet's wearing like she's got like um, uh, the duskfall equivalent of like you know a tank, t- like a loose tank top, and has like bandages underneath, sort of like keeping everything wrapped up, and is um, sort of just like in more roguish attire than necessarily fighter attire. Um, yeah, just like sort of well-fitted. She's not in a dress, the dress that she is normally always in. She's like got pants on and then just like this sort of tanked up and also has like wraps. All of the wraps, she's still dressed all in black, but um, has some cuts and bruises and probably looks like a bit of a of a, a mess too. Like it, it's still, they have seen her win these fights, but or, you know, put up a good fight, but she's looking pretty hurt, nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, uh, the bet is fully on our friend Valkos, and the person that tells you that is the person who acts as sort of the, you know, runs in and says, FIGHT! Uh, oh, and yeah. this is a gray cloak who always wears dark glasses, in the style of, you know, a highway patrolman, uh, only uh, more more steampunky. And uh, he comes in and whispers to you both as you kind of huddle for, you know, you, you, you bump fists right before the fight. <laughs> and he's like, the bet's on Velikos. And he... Wait. Sta- yes, what's your question? He said that? What's that? He whispered that to us? Yeah. Y- yes. Mm. Why is that strange? I thought they were supposed to bet on me, right? No, because if they all lose, House Valkos takes, is taking House wins. the fall. Oh yeah, Valkos yeah. is taking the fall. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I kind of well, I you kind really of, are ready for this fight. <laughs> so I'm so ready. Of, I kind of so literally in that moment, then yeah, I literally just I I, I swing. I go for a hook. Oh. Okay. Well, okay. So uh, so wait, I'm I'm looking before we begin. Mm. I'm looking at Josephine's sheet. <laughs> and I see that you were plasma smo- s- soaked and terrified, right? Mm-hmm. And then you got the bruised condition. Mm-hmm. I, does that move all of your harm up or one of your harms up? Oh, I thought it moved it. I thought it all shifted up a level when you got. No, I think it's just one. Maybe it does. Let's make sure. Uh, I can. You know what? We'll bring make one sure. Back down. We'll make sure during this break that we're going to take right now, we are going to take a break. And when we come back, we will finally see the thing we've been waiting 27 episodes to see. (laughs) Juliet beating the ever-loving shit out of Valkos here on Haunted City on the Glass Cannon Network. 
Oh, it makes your heart swell, don't it? And we are back underground in a sweaty fighting pit with all kinds of the fat men and tank tops. <laughs> I couldn't get it out of my mouth. I'm so rusty, you guys, and I have no idea why. Uh, uh, fat men and tank tops just rubbing shoulders and, and exposed bellies against each other, looking down into the pit. They've got cigars in their mouths, cigarettes behind their ears. They're holding... They're holding, I don't know, newspapers. I don't know why guys in the fights do that. I guess that's yeah. more of a horse racing thing. <gasps> but right now, you're the horses. Because right now, Juliette Belrose is about to fight Valkos. Why is this happening? None of us are really sure. No, it's quite simple, really. We're doing it to, to infiltrate this fighting pit so that we can gather information about the Leviathan Hunters for reasons TBD. Yes, and, and you decided to do it with an organization that already has a negative one relationship hey, with but you. This could change. Yeah. This could I change just, it. You know, yeah, yeah, we could, could change the relationship. And I just didn't want it to be like, oh, there are these people you have a negative one relationship with and just be like, oh, I turn around and walk out. You know, I just didn't want to just like, well, never mind this. No problem. We rise no, to a challenge, right? It's no problem. This. Right before we went to break, we said we needed to clear up our friend oh, yeah. Juliet Belrose's harm, and we have done that. It is true that if one new harm comes into level one, only one of her harms moves up. And remember that those harms only give her less effect or negative one die if they apply to the situation at hand. Okay. So we set the scene. The people above are murmuring, whispering, grumbling to themselves. There's just kind of a, a ongoing murmur. And, and Jared, if, if I may, one, yeah. one of them, his eyes poking just over the rim of the pit, um, is a <laughs> um, fire hydrant dimensions uh, lover of fights. Canute uh, <laughs> is definitely there from from Chuck's crew. Just, oh, yeah. yes. brilliant. Yes, crossover, yeah. and now I'm going to make, I, I don't know why, but somehow Ross will definitely end up playing Canute in a second. <laughs> yeah. yeah, perfect. Valkos, you wanted to get things rolling. Yeah. So you I stepped just... forward to make a swing. Yeah. Guys, remember, because I think we were confused earlier. Valkos, the bet is on Valkos, but Valkos is supposed to throw the fight, and he has mm -hmm. to make it look convincing. So Valkos, mm -hmm. describe your actions for me. So as soon as we bump fists and I hear the whisper, it's like Creed level, like, and it just comes out of nowhere, like truly. And I'm, I'm aiming for the face. Like I'm just going whack, like straight in. Uh, great. And Julia, what are you doing? Um, let's, we've never actually done like, have we done PVP? straight up like this i'm not even sure how what my choices are we, we never I, have done <laughs> pvp but but the, my question is yeah is this pvp because it's actually like you're coordinating together to pull off a ruse aren't you Ooh, can i employ like um score mechanics like do we flash back like you can. to a you may not employ. You no. may not what? employ score wow. mechanics. No, we're okay. not in a score. Oh, yep, shit. you're right. Okay. You're right. right. Okay, you're we're, right. we're still gathering information. Yeah. 
I know this is called this is called free play. I have watched Valkos fight. I'm always watching Valkos. And I know his moves now. It's been a while. We've worked together and I know Valkos intimately. I am going to turn in and don't you dare tell me this is not possible from a petite woman because I've done it. You're going to turn into the hook that's coming in and turn in so that my body is backed up against his and try to throw him over. Oh, like a judo throw. Okay. That's mm-hmm. No, I can, I can, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. We don't have to go blow for blow because if we, if we do that, we'll be here all day. So You said th- you wanted to know all the details, the detail. Jared. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Valkos, do you allow that throw to happen or you are you fighting or what, what happens? Yeah, I let, it, I let it happen. Okay, so the opening salvo is Valkos goes for immediate sort of, I don't know, like unfair kind of blast to the side yes. of your head and you immediately throw him with a skillful judo throw. Whomp! Valkos lands on his back. The crowd comes alive. <laughs> they are excited now and now the fight begins in earnest. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. like for each of you to roll the action you're going to roll to convince this crowd that the fight is real and that Valkos actually loses. Okay. Well, I think between hits, like, I'm actually like, anytime we're close enough, I'm just like, hit me. Like, if I feel that he's not legitimately going for it as well. Um, yeah. I'm, and I, I, can I, can I just say, um, yes, during this fight, I end up pulling out one of my knives (gasps) and I am generally going to stab you. Okay. The first thing you have to do. This man, this does feel like a score now, but it's too late. We didn't, we didn't do all it's the scores. Late. No, it's fine. It's fine. So I'm not going to make you roll to have hidden the knife. I think that you were allowed to do it. I don't think the great cloaks patted you down, or even if they did, they didn't try to stop you from bringing a knife. So after this judo throw, Valkos gets back up and pulls a goddamn knife. <laughs> <laughs> it's like and it's it's not it's not I didn't just pull it out of you know out of random like it's it's out of frustration so I wouldn't even say it was after the throw I'd say it's like after we've been like tasseling for a bit and mm-hmm. I've been getting mm-hmm. caught every now and then and it's been fucking annoying I in anger pull a knife out and now it's you like, hear now you hear people booing and jeering and then a knife falls down from the rim of the pit right near Juliet's feet mm-hmm. hell yeah right. There you, you go. Hear, now it's a fair fight. Exactly. <laughs> There's Canute. <laughs> oh, My yeah. money is on the little one. <laughs> I, I pick it up, mate. Uh, say, uh, it's time for you to join the spirits you so enjoy riding. Oh, wow. And I just go for it. And I want to point out that I have the special ability, Trust in Me, which gives me a plus one die versus a target that I have an intimate relationship with. Holy shit. Okay. So just to remind you again, you're not actually trying <laughs> to <laughs> defeat him. We're beating each other up. Jerry, okay. we're fighting, man. I mean, 
Let's let. I mean, if you are changing what you're doing here, if you are no, no, no. legitimately trying to win the fight, you let me know because we well, need to I stop think... down and read the PvP rules. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think I think Juliet is trying to win the fight. Hmm. Ah, that's I don't fine. know what Valkus is doing. No, I, that's that's fine. I'm I am. I guess I am I am trying to hurt you, but I know I'm not going to win this fight. And I know that the reason why I am trying to push you is so that you go to a point of trying to win this fight. I mean, right, me putting right. a knife is genuinely... So I do think there is an element of PvP here. This is why, like, if I'm able to get a knife in your shoulder, I will get a knife in your shoulder. Yeah, you won't take me out. <laughs> <if> you <will. laughs> we'll do what it takes to sell this. You know what I mean? Okay, so... Juliet yeah, is just going to Juliet is just going to really try to hurt and win and dominate Valkos. <laughs> Valkos <laughs> is going to try to lose but make it look real. Is that <laughs> right? Exactly. What action are you using, Juliet Bellrose? I mean, I'll, I'll use skirmish, right? That makes sense. What action are you using, Valkos? I'll use finesse because it's right. yeah, sleight of hand and stuff. Sleight of hand, oh. yeah, making it look like you're stabbing when you're really not. That makes mm. complete sense to me. Yeah. So, I'm going to say that these are both desperate actions. <laughs> That's fair. But they will have great effect, meaning if they are successful, you're going to earn money and you're going to make the Grey Cloaks like you. But they're desperate because if you fail... The entire crowd is going to turn against you, and the gray cloaks will hate you. And we can oh push ourselves. God. We can push ourselves, though, right? You can push yourselves. Certainly, you can push yourselves. Let's just also keep in mind that our friend Juliet has harm. So, Juliet, yeah. your role yeah. has less effect. Less effect. Okay, so it goes back to standard. Yes, because your harms at level yeah. one are bruised, bruised. and terrified. And I think that mm-hmm. those would both affect, either would affect what you're doing here. So you okay. have less effect. So you have standard effect. Standard effect. Of, okay. Um, All right. You could oh push gosh. yourself, though. Yeah. Well, I kind of want to push myself just for a bonus die. Okay. I'm not going to push myself. Do I get I'm the gonna... plus one from the ability, though, against Valkos? The the ability oh when you That's have extra true, die actually, against yeah. uh, someone yeah. you have an intimate connection with yeah. yeah absolutely okay okay and I'm actually going to give you an extra die as well by what? assisting you oh because I'm technically assisting you in this I'll take another stress for that okay so, okay. okay um yeah all right let's roll that's a lot let's of roll. dice let's, let's have roll. Josephine I want I want Juliet to roll first okay, okay. oh oof. Juliet just rolled a one, a three, a three, and a three. Oh my god, what are the, what? Here's the situation. Juliet, you have learned to skirmish over the many months that we have been following the exploits of the Remnant. You are not a helpless person in a fight. You know how to fight. There's just one problem. Valkos. Mm-hmm. is a mountain of muscle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if he doesn't scare you, you get scared when your blows bounce off of him <laughs> ineffectually. Valkos is just a... He's a cutter. 
He has the ability to perform feats of strength that normal people can't perform. It just... You cannot dominate him in a fight. You are a scientist. <laughs> and so your, uh, your attempt to really defeat him is completely ineffectual. I and can't people believe are the getting, dice did this dirty, like did me so dirty. People are getting really excited now because they oh, yeah. all bet on Valkos. Yeah. Valkos, this changes the nature of your, of your role. To convince everybody, your finesse right. roll. Okay. Oh, it was already desperate for great effect, wasn't it? Yeah. So what is it now? <laughs> I mean, we've got extreme here. It's desperate for standard effect. So coin. you okay. must either choose whether you earn coin or you make friends with the gray cloaks if you're successful. Okay. All right here comes my roll. I just critted. There you go. There you go. Valkos dice. Boxcars. <laughs> Those Valkos dice are incredible. They're oh so good. Valkos, Juliet's attacks, you see them coming a mile away. Juliet's attacks, you don't even think that the force from her knife would necessarily do anything to you. You know, I mean, this is a guy who I think has taken really horrible beatings and kept moving. So explain to me how you sell this. And and, and keep in mind, you sold it perfectly. Perfect. Right. Critical. So, so what ended up happening is I'm seeing these blows come at me and they're doing like small little nicks, right? Small nicks. And what essentially ends up happening is uh, as I'm seeing, I'm seeing rage in her and I'm seeing this, this fight. And what I end up doing is I end up thinking, okay, no, sh- this is this isn't her. She's not a fighter. She's a tactician. So I end up doing another one of my swings. And as I go to swing, I again, sorry if I'm taking control of your character here, but you, imp- you instinctively mm-hmm. are able to do another one of those kind of cool, sweet judo moves. But instead of essentially throwing me over, you redirect the knife into my stomach. It's out of instinct. And I knew that you would do something like that. Because again, Mm -hmm. you're using my force and my energy into me. And that's essentially how it gets sold. So I'm going to take the hit. I'll take the hit. And and I probably have directed it, you know, not necessarily to a fatal position, but it's it's got in me. But it's enough to kind of show like, holy fuck. Like this was not supposed to happen. And Mm. I just go to my knees I try and reach for your face and try and actually grab you and and you're probably shocked as well because you don't even know like what the fuck has just happened and I just fall Valkos do you want to take a harm because with a critical I'm not going to make you take one I will take a harm you will then no, please take no I won't I won't <laughs> okay. you know, to sell it if I if I take the harm Wait, you, what no, you do already I get critted, dude. You, already, know, what- you already critted so I am going to give you Plus one relationship with the gray cloaks, back to zero neutral, and I'm going to give you coin. Okay. But if you want to take the harm, you can maybe ask me for one more thing. I'm going to take the harm. Okay. <laughs> and I don't. I don't only just want plus like a plus one on the gray cloaks. I want it to be a plus one. I want us. I want them to be helpful because this was a show. Um, I. Agreed. Take stab wound on your level one harm. 
Okay. And I'm going to go ahead and turn the gray cloaks from negative one interfering to plus one. Help them. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, I suppose I'm out of some. Looks like the little one has a fight in them. Big things come in small packages, so they say. Oh, well, win some, lose some. And uh, I'll... Uh, and I feel like I cannot suppress their, their grin as, as they see yeah. this bloody tableau down there. Someone After is- the shock, like dissipates you know i turn around i'm like you know sort of hold up the knife and like yeah you know sort of like take it in but it's like oh shit internally the gray cloak who started the fight and told you the bet was on falcos moves forward smiling and holds up your arm juliet as falcos bleeds out on the floor of the pit another great canute is on the sidelines like finish him finish him Carve his head off. <laughs> Take the trophy. Canute starts that chant, and now everybody is uh, continuing the chant. Kill him! <laughs> Cut his throat! Oh, and no. And the gray cloaks suddenly burst through and go, No, no, no! Stand okay. down! Stand down! And one of the gray cloaks is already applying some bandages to Valkos's belly. And uh, as their first act as a helpful, as a helpful uh, group, they are going to, outside of downtime, make one recovery roll for you. Oh wow! Yeah, that's just what we're wow. gonna. And that was, I mean, that was such a great roll. I think that, uh, and they are tier two, so they're gonna roll two dice here. This is a healing treatment. Yeah, this is a healing treatment. Give them a plus one. Oh, and yeah. they rolled a six. Oh, hell that's three, right? Oh. Yep. That means I get a full a full clock, so I get a, my my stab wound healed. That's right. Damn. Yeah, boy. Yeah. So, uh, as you are being patched up, Valkos, and you are being congratulated by a small handful of people and eyed angrily by a much larger group of people, Juliet, someone is trying to catch your eye, Ekphelia. And, uh, of course, my eye perceives this little bit of nonverbal communication. A finely arrayed gentleman is standing in the back. He's not cheering or jeering or trying to collect his winnings. He's just holding a cane with, like, a a little onyx kind of stone at the top of it. And um, you see him open a little snuff box and take a little bit of snuff. Uh, and he's looking at you with purpose. And then he walks out of the fighting pit up to the street. I will follow. By the time you get out to the street, you see that he is uh, a ways down the block, moving through six towers. Hmm. Okay. I don't recognize this guy, do I? You do not. Okay, so the, the, the other two members of the Remnant are being patched up. The other two members of the Remnant are very busy. Being yeah. patched up or being sort of, you know, carried on the shoulders of the spectators. Great. Um, yeah, I will I will uh, walk up behind this uh, departing figure. 
He keeps walking. Would you like to use any sort of action or anything to kind of control this situation? Or would you like to just see what he does? Um, yeah, I will, uh, I will prowl to follow him. So you're being, you're prowling in order to be very quiet and not, and hard to notice. That's correct. Very good. Controlled for standard effect. Five. Okay. That is success with a consequence, and the only consequence is that I'm going to roll to see if anybody saw the two of you. Okay. So, soon you find that he has gone down an alleyway, and following him very quietly in the shadows, you see that there is no special location inside this alleyway. It's just kind of filled with the remnants of old furniture and paper handbills that have kind of collected in like a big morass and stuck together. And he is just standing there waiting for you. Okay. Interesting. Um, I knew I could count on you to be discreet. Please. No one will see us here. Oh, discretion is my middle name, my good Palami. What? What draws you out to the blood sports of an of an evening? I won't waste your time. I am named Eric. I represent an individual, an interested party, who would like to hire your group, the Remnant, for a job. I shan't waste your time either, Eric. What sort of employment does your patron have in mind for our little band? I've been watching the other two members of your little clique, and I notice that they have become quite close with the Grey Cloaks, yes? <clears throat> While um, our relations were, at times, a bit icy, a, a recent thaw seems to have set in, Ducky. Yes, I think... um. I think we're on very good terms now. Especially after tonight. Yes? Quite. Well, what we want is very simple, and we think that you are well positioned to carry it off. We'd like for you to spy on them. Find out what they're planning. Find out who they talk to, who they know. We'd like a full accounting of their activities over, say, the next week. Well, I should think that, um, that would be more than doable. And, uh, what is this little bit of espionage worth to your patron? My patron is willing to pay... Six coin. If you bring us information that we feel is actionable and useful. Um, in the interest of that time that you're so unwilling to waste, is there anything in particular that we should keep our little eyes in pickers and stealers out? Are they moving about or meeting with anybody 
that belongs to one of the institutions of the city? And if so, what are the names of those individuals? Also, the Grey Cloaks are a criminal group. We understand that they run this fighting pit. But any other criminal activities they are involved in would be of great interest to us. Very well. Um, and I would, do, I think, describe, like, we have covert drops, do we not? Um, <laughs> there, are, there are dead drops. Little boxes where we'll leave you what you want to know. Yes. I think that we can undertake this little bit of employment for you. Very good. We will use said drops to let you know where you could collect your payment after we receive the information we desire. But of course, always a pleasure dealing with someone who understands the value of discretion. Likewise. And as he turns his cocks his head, you see that there is a tattoo peeking up from under his collar. Mm-hmm. A, uh... Um, may I roll to see if I know anything about what that means? What action would you use? Um... Hmm. I mean... Oh, I... These are my bad ones, but like, uh, survey? That's a good one. This will be mm. not, it's controlled for standard effect. I only, oh. I have failed. I got a two. You don't know anything about this tattoo. You're not sure it's the type that you were looking for that indicates that he is allied with the Leviathan Hunters. Okay. But could be. Um, <laughs> quite possible. Mm, could be. Okay, but I know that he has a tattoo, and I've perhaps remembered what it is. Uh, okay, great. Very good. So, how do you celebrate? <laughs> or do you? What do you do next, Juliet and Valkos and Ekphelia? Well, how much gold did we get out of this? Ah, very good question. Oh, yeah. You earned one coin each. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, I guess you know there was a. You said that there was a group, a big group that didn't that looked at us with with anger, right? In the in the. Well, they bet on they bet Ooh. on you, Valkos. Yeah, mm. actually, can I take an opportunity because I don't have a rival anymore, right? That's it, right. Now that Unifaros is maybe, does one of them want to hate me? In a way that's strong. I think that that's an excellent idea. Yes. Okay. What are what are our options here? There's um the other ones are there's Veldrin, a psychonaut, <laughs> Eckerd, a corpse thief, Jewel, a blood dealer, or Melista, a priestess. Yeah, interesting. I think that uh, it's it's a dealer's choice. Meaning oh. you you can decide who was there at the fight that really hates you now for making them lose all their money. They have a gambling problem clearly. Man, I don't know so much about what these things mean. Um, which one sounded the most exciting? It's between the Psychonaut, Corpse Thief, and Blood Dealer, obviously. But those all I mean, sound There could be so a priestess fun. there who has a gambling problem. Mm-hmm. It c- could be, but I just am so intrigued by these other um, Do the blood professions. Dealer. 
Which one? Blood dealer. Blood dealer? Yeah. Okay, let's do Jewel, a blood dealer. You know dealer. What, why that's a great idea? It's because you are looking into the Leviathan hunters who harvest Leviathan blood. Blood, mm. yeah. So there might be a way to leverage this rival in some way, right? Okay. To help you right. with those investigations. And I will just say that Jewel is a woman with long stringy hair that kind of falls down in her face that kind of always looks wet. She's got a, a, a small tattoos, three diamonds, like on her forehead. She wears like black lipstick. And um, you can tell from her accoutrement that she may also be a leech, my friend. Oh. Because you see that she is carrying, and only you might notice this, under her like yeah. big, heavy kind of like uh, oiled like coat. You see that she's carrying like a portable alchemy lab. Okay. (laughs) And she comes up to you and she goes, I know what you did. I don't know what you're talking about. You're no fighter. Uh, you want to (laughs) bet? I'm sorry. She walks back into the crowd. She walks back into the crowd. <clears throat> um, wh- how do they celebrate in here? Do we get to like, you know, is there like a back room with drinks? There is not here in the fighting pit, <laughs> okay. but you can head onto a place of ill repute, Ill repute to kind well, of go and. Uh, Let's be honest. I, I play it off like I'm really into everything that's happening, and then I beeline it back to the grotto to try and see if Valkus is okay. Okay, very good. And Valkus, do you head there as well? Yeah, I think beforehand though, I, I've, I've, um, I've tried to get information out of the leader of the Grey Cloaks in regards to like, um, a bit more about the you know, I know that we're looking for um. Like people who are deal with Leviathan blood and, and all that kind of stuff. So very well, you're laying on a table, Valkos, in the back, <sighs> and okay. Nessa comes in and looks at your wound and even like uh, pats it, like playfully <sighs> pats your wound a little too <sighs> hard, and goes, "Well, you did make it look real." <laughs> <laughs> Here's your yeah. coin, Severosi. She lays I'll your t- one coin down for you. I'll take it. I'm like, thank you. Tell me, this establishment that you uh, host. Yeah? You have some very interesting characters here. And I kind of try and sit up. I'm interested in um, sailing myself. Mm. I hear, and correct me if I'm wrong, that there are a certain group of sailors who enjoy coming here, causing a bit of a ruckus. Sailors have been known to come through here, yes. We even get a few of uh, the Blue Bloods, uh, a few of the officers. Officers, really? Yeah? Any particular uh, reason you're asking about them? Shall I... We're friends here now, yes? Yes. 
There is a... Someone we're trying to find who hurt a friend of ours quite deeply. And, uh, you know, an eye for an eye and all that. Hmm. And who is this person, if I may ask? Someone who sails, eh? Yes. You and I may be more aligned than we originally thought, Valkos. This is a very interesting line of inquiry. Would you care to have a conversation about this? Now is not the right time. For sure. Whenever you're ready. Come see me tomorrow. The burned-out watch station on Bowmore Way. I'll be there. And she walks back into the crowded fighting room. So, you've established a meeting with Nessa, who runs the Grey Cloaks, and you have a potential job offer for Ekphelia, and why don't we place everybody back in the grotto the following day? Hmm. Ekphelia, do you want to make Um, the pitch? Yeah. Definitely. Um, Did you find anything out? Oh, yes, darling. Yes. You were wonderful, by the way. Both of you. (laughs) Thank you. Quite. Mm. Quite the performance. I'm glad to see that's healing well. But while you were, um... Patching up your body and patching things up with the grey cloaks. Uh, A gentleman by the name of Eric caught my eye. This uh, gentleman had a highborn bearing and uh, was slumming it, I think, um, looking for information, information that he is eager for us to provide and our newfound friendship with the organization that provides security there at the fights, I think provides us the the ample opportunity to provide what they desire. This person and his patron want us to spy on the Grey Cloaks for a week, know their comings and goings, and most particularly the ways in which they are bound up in corrupt and criminal enterprises and most particularly with other institutions of our fair city. If we can provide this this information to them, then they are only uh, too happy to provide us the sum of uh, six uh, coins. A a, uh, a rather large sum. It's not nothing. It should be easy for us to do at this point. And perhaps easier, um, I was talking to... Is her name Nessa? That's right. I was talking to Nessa, and it seems that when I was... trying for more information about your your, uh, acquaintances, it seems that they, uh, we share a mutual distaste and disdain for them. Yes. I am to wish, I am to meet with her tonight. 
It should be noted, uh, that the uh, gentleman in question did have some ink creeping up his neck. Uh, the alley was dark, our meeting brief. I couldn't tell precisely what this um, tattoo of his indicated, but you saying that puts me in mind that there may be more of a rivalry between the Grey Cloaks and those who hunt the beasts of the sea than we thought at first. And this little spying operation of ours, who's to say it couldn't run two ways? Yes, if if the Grey Cloaks end up being aligned with us somewhat, we wouldn't want to sully that allyship, right? Of course not. Hmm. This is interesting. Are <laughs> Juliet and Valkos perhaps saying that it might not be a good idea to take this job because <laughs> you have just made allies with these people? Well, surely the you know the fact is it's, it's very different, right? We're not going in there with animosity. We're technically sharing information with one another, and I think that actually it then comes down to the choice of what information we choose to give mm-hmm. to the people that we're that are wanting them to be spied on. So actually, I think this job is perfect because it places us in a position of power both knowing more about the Grey Cloaks yes. as well as probably also knowing more about we could, their enemies. If, we if can, you speak, yes, with Nessa, perhaps, if you have rapport, uh, perhaps we can uh, let them in on it and get a little more reward from their end for doing so, protecting yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. On the other hand, if we uh, use our newfound friendship as the lever that it could be, give the information that uh, this Eric wants, if he is as allied with the Leviathan Hunters as right now I can only theorize, then if we befriend them, then we may know more about what they've done and who Mm. did it. This is... This is a good point. Infiltrate the Leviathans. I will meet with Nessa. I will talk with her. By all means, let's hear all the offers. Yes. So, are we taking this job as a score, or do we (laughs) want to just do the meeting with Nessa first? Yeah, yeah, do we want to actually... I think... So here's the here's here. Let yeah. me lay it out as a GM for you. Okay. The meeting with Nessa will be confined to certain information. She's not okay. going to let you into all the inner workings of totally. their yeah, gang yeah, yeah. at a meeting. No. If you want to take it on as a score, that's what you've got to find out. This is a spy <clears throat> operation. You have to infiltrate and, well, and maybe not infiltrate in any way you'd like to, including an assault. <laughs> you need to find out this information. Mm-hmm. So, would you like to do the meeting with Nessa first, or would you like to make that part of the score? Oh, shit. So the meeting we... with Nessa would be more of a gather information, I guess. I think if you that did would... not want to make it part of the score. But it would put us in advantage if we did take the score. 
Mm-hmm. It may so, be. I think I'd like to do that. I think that's a. I think that's the best shout. I think so it's a gather, gather information, and then we can reconvene and then discuss what we think the best next step is. Very good. And um, so, can I can I bring my friends with me? Yes, you may. Yeah, because I think that that would be very helpful in regards to like you know you guys can see shit that I probably don't. You're all allied with the gray cloaks now. Yep. And mm. so, um, the gray cloaks are headquartered in a burned out city watch station in six towers it looks from the street like it has to be abandoned it's literally the carcass the charred skeleton of an old blue coats precinct but when you enter the rubble and the broken wood and you kind of creep along it you soon find a staircase leading downward And soon you are in the bowels of the watch station in the cramped tunnels underneath. And in a room that is filled with what has to be old evidence from an evidence locker, (coughs) some of it severely damaged or burnt, the, the, the smell of burnt paper and wood in your nose, Nessa stands uh, with her Lieutenant Hutch. Hutch is a specimen of a man. Handsome, muscular. He has a little blonde curl in his perfect golden hair. But he, too, is uh, looking like he's lived rough a little while, and he's wearing the gray cape of the gray cloaks. Nessa and Hutch stand before you, and Nessa says, We may have a lot to talk about. We may have a common enemy. Why are the remnant investigating the Leviathan hunters? They killed someone dear to us. Hmm. Dear to him. Who among them did the deed? Or did they hire it out? Oh, it's our theory have... it was someone else what done the hiring. They may be the ones what done it. I'm sorry, I'm having trouble with your patois. Who did the deed? We are... Truly, we have suspicions more than names, and we need more information on the goings-on within the Leviathans. We have strong suspicions. Right. Okay. Well, what would you like to know? Because we know a fair bit about them. Well, we would like to know what sort, who are those that they would reach out to be their red right hand in certain affairs. Who are the ones that they would have to do their dirty work? Presuming, of course, that they operate outside the strictures of the law as our as our recent uh, journey to the to the prison house has assured us all that we must walk the straight and narrow well now i can give you a little bit of info and you've proven yourselves you've made some money for us and we need money but i need to know that i can trust you 
Right. More than on a business end. Yes, we've been economically useful to each other. But this goes beyond that. The Grey Cloaks, we've got a grudge to settle. And I'm not so sure you're the people to help us with it. So why should I trust you? <laughs> why should anyone trust anyone here in this shithole? I can assure you that we are here because we believe we share a common enemy. So, I will, please. I will just tell them. It's fine. I'm going to take out, like, uh, one of the badge, like, the old sort of um, Sparkrite sort of badge or something. You know, I assume there's some medallion or something. I put it down. I used to be part of the Sparkrites. And I discovered an alternative fuel source to the Leviathan blood we are so used to utilizing. There was an accident, terribly timed, definitely planned, and we are trying to get to the root of it, and I know the Leviathan hunters. This is the last thing they would ever want. They have to be involved. It is personal. And now please make a gather information roll using whatever <laughs> action you would like to use. That's a sway, right? Seems it's like a sway, it. but I, I want to say one more thing. I think putting your cards on the table like that was useful. So I'm going to up your effect to great effect. But this nah. is still risky because if she doesn't believe you or doesn't think... Uh, if she suspects for a second that you guys are actually doing this as part of a setup for a score, there's going to be... I think right. the consequence will be she's going to cut off this meeting and, and ties with you. Yeah, I I have to do this roll. You're I mean, the one that I'm, laid I'm your cards you on got. the table. I have two sway. It's it's not nothing, but it's not. Yeah. I'll assist the you. Best. I'll assist you. you. Um, so I take a stress for that, yeah. You do. Take it, and uh, yes, I assure you, it's personal. This wasn't merely an accident. This was sabotage. Everything that was set in motion on Miss Belrose's end, I hear, was perfect. Her mind is a finely attuned instrument. Spark writes, done it, and they had help. And we want to know who helped them. Give us the chance. All right, here comes the gather information roll. Oh, oh, thank God. I was like, let it not be the earlier one. <laughs> <laughs> I got a six. A six? That's a full success. Full success. <sighs> All right. I can tell you this. Our group, well, the core of us, we used to be blue coats. We had some information some evidence that we were holding as we built a case against a particular member of the Leviathan Hunters. The one who leads them, in fact. A noble named Lord Strangford. 
Soon afterwards, the watch station burned down, and we were framed for it. So what we'd like to know is, how can we get him? The evidence is gone. Our reputations burned along with it. But we want to get our hands on that man and rip him to shreds. Might I ask, what did you have on him? I can't share everything with you. All right. So you want him, essentially. I'll just say he has a reputation for getting rid of people that he doesn't mm. like. And if the Leviathan hunters, Leviathan hunters caused that accident, you can be sure if he didn't have a hand in it, he knew about it. Interesting. Strangford. And tell me, with your information gathering, does this man have any vices? I don't know. I really only have a name. <laughs> uh, some would say that a, a name is more than enough. It's a start. So what you need from us, then, is to learn more, to uh, spy, as it were? No. What do no, you need I, from the Remnant? I'm not asking the Remnant to do anything. We've exchanged information. We've established that we're on the same side here. Yes. But I'd like for you to share whatever you learn as you look deeper. And we'll do the same for you. Friendly-like. Uh, Friendly-like. Juliet's gonna look at each of you and try to convey an eye contact of just, like, are we are we gonna be straight with them or not? Sort of, like, expectant on what we've... We all know what we've been asked to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you're, I, you're doing this with eye contact mm-hmm. in the middle eye of the <laughs> Yeah, eye contact only. No, I, I think it would be something no, that I mean, we would have we, spoken about. Like, yeah, beforehand. we all just came from talking yeah, about it, mm-hmm. right, and came to do this meeting, and so it's like. I will say that Ecphilia. It's the Death Hounds. Oh, the Death Hounds. <laughs> if a discussion needs to happen, do you think that you might leave the meeting and have that discussion, Juliet? Or is there any uh, any business that needs to, after this meaningful look from Juliet, is there any final business that needs to be conducted with Nessa? Just to be, I'm sorry, for like thick-headed Ross just needs, needs to be clear. Options are, we totally tell them that we were approached to spy on them. Mm. End of story. They're now loyal to us, hopefully. Alt, alt. We don't tell them. We say, yep, that's the information we've got. And then we begin to fully share the information with who we assume are the Leviathan Hunters, who it looks like are trying to find out how much they still have in evidence and uh, what, what else they're looking for ways to destroy them more. Option three, we play both sides. Um, <laughs> give 
maybe even tell tell them what uh, tell them that they're being spied on. We give we give chicken feed and false information to the Leviathan that, hunters and are trying to they're trying to draw them out to learn more about this uh, strength. Uh, Strangford, who we've just heard. Yes, I think I, think I feel that's like that's ploy. what we hinted on, right? Yeah, or yeah. I think, that's the, was, I think that's the that's the that's the vibe. Was okay. feeding whatever information they wanted. Hey, to. You know what? I can count on this group to <laughs> take to take the riskiest, <laughs> most dangerous, most complex mm-hmm. version of what is offered, which is keeping both groups. In the dark, as no, you play no. them both. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, well, I think, I think, but I think that, or no, weren't we talking about like telling the Great Cloak so that we can now feed the information into the job that we've been asked for? Yeah, totally. So this like, is the so thing, that so they're in control too. I mean, well, the the in, part of that is like, and then we turn them down, but we don't tell them that we have not turned them down. We are oh, giving them false information with with the idea that. We could at any point give them real information and destroy them. I figured we'd tell them we got we got hired and yeah. would and and ask them like what do you want us to tell them? Yeah, I think that's I think that's the ploy. Okay. <laughs> Just I think that's great. It's simple, simple, simple. It is so simple. I think that since you hadn't had this conversation before, you had it at Conveyed the grotto. with my eyes. I don't think so. <laughs> I think you had it at the grotto later. Yes. Oh, okay. no. Really? Yes. You can't have this conversation in front of the leader of the Grey Cloaks. No, no, no. We conversation when we figured out, like, oh, okay, so we've been approached by X, you know, by Eric. Um, and this is the thing. So can I, can I please say... You know, seeming as we're in a sharing mood. <laughs> After the fight, someone asked us to spy on you. Her eyes go wide. Now, obviously, <laughs> we didn't agree to anything. But, didn't you say they had a, a tattoo peeking on the top of their neck? Right on the neck. Mm. Yes. Eric, the the hunters very likely could be them. They asked for... What was it again? Information of your comings and goings. Your dealings with institutions of the city. Mm. And other ways in which you might be involved in criminal enterprise. They want to get in your knickers, love. So... We're in a perfect opportunity to play here. If these people are your enemies, say, what would you like your enemies to know? She smiles. Her second in command smiles. And they sa- and she says, well now, I think we've got a project together, don't we? Yes. Yes, we do. And we are going to end it there for today. <laughs> sorry, Jared. <laughs> no, why are you sorry? <laughs> You're like, here's the score, and we're like, wait. Wait. <laughs> no, I love it. 
Uh, that's the that's what I've come to expect from this group. So okay, that's fair. That's enough. okay. Uh, I I love it. So so just to be clear, one last time, mm. it does, now, now that you've told the gray cloaks this, it looks like you're really kind of going after the Leviathan hunters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, the okay, which was your yeah. original goal. So right, right. in a incredible a circuitous way, <laughs> you have you've gotten closer to your goal, and now you have the helpful gray cloaks backing you up mm-hmm. and will, will undoubtedly be a score next time <laughs> to yeah, investigate yeah. to investigate the Leviathan hunters. So I will go ahead and throw these scores I had prepared into the garbage. <laughs> 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 and next time I'm kidding, of course. They, they, it's not, a lot of them are still good. And next time, we will see uh, the fruits of this little conspiracy. Until then, thank you, Josephine McAdam, Ross Bryant, Abu Salim. You guys make the game so fun. We'll see you next week. This has been Haunted City on the Glass Cannon Network. Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at patreon.com slash glasscannon.